Staying at a hotel is not the same thing as staying at the Fisher House. The Fisher House, I know, is a huge part of land recovery. For somebody like my husband, for them to know that their family members are being taken care of, that's a huge burden off of them. So they can concentrate on their therapies. Just having that assurance that no matter what, as long as we were there for Anson, that someone would be there to take care of us. It took so much weight off our shoulders. How can you help? Go to fisherhouse.org. Oh, he muted me because I, I, I was making noise. How's our day been? Um, <laughs> what? Why are you laughing at me? My day was fine. It went by very quickly. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. 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 How was your day? Wow. Uh, It was was not bad. What? Why what? Just proceed, sir. We'll let you finish. My day was good. (laughs) Oh, I didn't let you finish? Fast period. My day was fine. Good. (laughs) That's how that went. Okay. Well, it bad. It is, that's, yeah, it sounded it like he was done. Lo siento, lo siento. My bad. Half of sound like I'm done. I'm still talking. <laughs> it just you. You had, there was a break. There was a break. You wasn't done. It sounded like I was done saying significant things, huh? It's, for you. <laughs> no, don't go put don't go put words in my mouth. I was literally still talking. Was you really? My bad. Yes. Dang. It doesn't matter. None of it. None of it matters. It's just another Monday. Praise God for breath, breath in my body, huh? How about it? Amen. Amen. Rope the King. How was your day? Um, I try to give y'all a chance to like do like some freelance speaking during this moment because y'all be like, oh, oh, well, y'all done. Okay. Because if y'all give it to me, I'm just gonna start the show. Go ahead. You waiting on shot? Okay, but hey, uh, as as soon as I did, I'm going to bed regardless. I told you, Sharice. Sharice, we gonna go without the AirPods today. Okay, and that's what I was yeah. looking for the whole time. Huh? What okay. I was looking yep. for. Yeah, so <laughs> she was looking for the AirPods. <laughs> We're not Dang. even going to use them. Sorry. Dang. We gonna get you. Yeah, that's what I was like, but, the fuck are my shits? And I like, and then you text me, and then I see them. I was like, oh, and now you're saying, oh, we're not, we're gonna go without that. Watch your profanity. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know we were recording. Wow. <laughs> what did what did matter? Shari's act like she gonna get in trouble for these watch your profanity infractions. I've never told anybody <laughs> don't curse. I just, but I do he just want wants that to put a reaction in there. You know? Okay. So, right, let's get it going. I'm probably going to cut all of this out. Thank you, everybody, for for tuning in who's, who's watching live right now. We will not use this in the final edit. That's for sure. No, um, Tobias? Nah, he's, um, no, he's moving and doing some stuff. He said, "Oh snap! I'm moving too. I have to hit him up. You look like you move cars. 
You're moving. Uh, okay. It does. Okay. It really does. You're moving, really so does. you have to don't hit laugh, him up. Don't laugh, Shot. Don't laugh. I'm, I'm letting don't the joke laugh. go. I'm letting it go. I'm, get, I promise that's the last time I will the, ever mention you dressing like a ballet parker today. And I looked in the mirror. I looked in the mirror and I was like, I looked in the mirror and I was like, you know what? I would call myself. It's the black and white. It doesn't matter what you wear. It's just black and white. Just Mm -hmm. looks very like sterile and very like you know corporate. So Mm -hmm. or you know, no, it's nothing wrong with it. That's just what it's always gonna like. Red and black is always probably gonna give like a little country, but. I love red and black. Boy. That's our school colors. Alana, we are striking out. My school one. colors are red and black too. My high school colors. It's still country. Love it. When you wear it, uh, not when it's a school color. Yeah, I loved wearing my jersey. <laughs> hey T, how you doing? I wore them Shout too. Out. Thanks, what up, T? thanks for tuning in. <laughs> I don't know where Tilton is. <laughs> She always look. She always throwing in her husband on my compliment, which you should. I ain't mad at that at all. Appreciate it. Shout out to you and your husband, Tilton. All right. Well, we say y'all good. Let's get it going. Thank God for the group chat. Is a Fresh Air Media production. This episode was recorded Monday, February first, twenty twenty one. The events discussed may have changed by the time you hear this episode 138 will start in exactly 30 seconds i need all If I had a bubble one, I'd throw me in the comments too. Like, throw me, throw me in the comments. Let people know what it is. Monica got me want to take this white shirt off. You would want people to constantly let let you would want your wife to constantly let people know that you're her husband. Say that. You would want your wife to constantly let people know that you're her husband. Absolutely. I believe that because I know you. What do you mean by that? You just, I, I just know that you're the type of guy that I wouldn't be surprised if you you soaked up every moment that she publicized that you're her husband, whether we knew it yeah. or not. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah. I waited is. my whole life. I waited my whole life for this moment. So, yes. Happy. You know what I mean? I would do the same. I'll do, I plan on doing the same. Like, yo, that's my wife over there. You know what I mean, yeah. I don't think like if you my girlfriend, yeah, I'll be cool about it. If you my fiance, I'm I'm ramping up. You know what I mean, if you my wife, I'm definitely gonna, you know, I'm gonna Go show in. you off and yeah, as I'm often definitely as possible. Going in. Right. I I support it. What's going on, everybody? Once again, this is thank God for the group chat. Today I have with me Alana. Sharice is here. Devin is here. Um, we got a lot to talk about today, but we plan on condensing it. We got a lot to talk about Chloe Bailey, T.I. and Tiny, uh, a host of honorable mentions to talk about this week. Also, Idiom of the Week is back. We're going to get down on it. Bias couldn't be here this week. Shout out to him. We're going to keep him in prayer. 
Love you, bro. Tell me, how you gonna do it if you really don't wanna dance by standing on the wall? You got a new president, no news report on him. That's a good thing. Shout out to it being Black History Month. That's another thing. Yeah, it is. Happy, happy Black History Month, everyone. Shout out to Cool in the Gang. That was Get Down On It by Cool in the Gang. All right. Here we go. Get your back up off the wall. Oh, okay. so um, I want to give a very special shout out to all of our African listenership. So that's been ramping up heavily. I've been seeing a lot of um African brothers and sisters um follow us and follow our page and follow our Facebook page and uh instagram page and things of that nature so nice. shout out to y'all keep it up um and um if you don't mind let us know where in africa you from what country you um listening to us from and you know and what uh province and all of that you know what i mean we 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 would uh greatly appreciate hearing from you guys um for sure what else yeah so let's get into it our idiom of the week it ain't over till the fat lady sings. It's a very popular idiom. What does it mean and where do we think it came from? I think it has something to do with opera. This. Okay. That's yeah. it. That's all I had. I didn't hear yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna um you missed all of that? Yeah, I didn't hear it. Idiom of the week being uh No no no, I got that. I'm talking about what it ain't over said. fat lady. Oh, okay. Oh, I said I think that it has something to do with opera. I think a fat lady sings at, at the closing of the shows. I don't actually know if that's the case, but yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. I will, I will piggyback on that and say that I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Also, I think traditionally, and like the traditional operas, that the person with the biggest voice would sing at the end, and I think more often than not, it was a heavy set woman. Maybe that's my like. Alana, that's my closest guy. That's mm-hmm. the same thing I was thinking. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I never understood that. <laughs> you never understood it? Nope. I, I used to be underst- like, why, why are we singling out five people? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's read it. Well, we know what it means. I don't, I don't want to um, disrespect anybody by talking about what it means. Um, um, but the origin of it is, uh, you might even find what the origin of it is, Lord Jesus. The music, the musical connection is with the familiar operatic role of Broomhilda and Richard Wagner's some German word that I refuse to look stupid in pronouncing. The last of the immensely long four opera ring cycle. Broomhilda is usually depicted as a well-upholstered lady who appears for a 10-minute solo to conclude proceedings. When the fat lady sings is a reasonable answer to the question, when will it be over? Which must which must have been asked many times during ring cycle performances, lasting as 
as they do upwards of 14 hours. Apart from the apparent suitably suitability of Brune, Brunhild is the origin fat lady, there's nothing to associ associate this 20th century phrase with M Wagner's opera. <laughs> so yeah, pretty much, Bless pretty you. much that. Thank you. You know, when the fat lady sings at the end of the opera, which lasted the whole day. Literally, right. longer than a work day. Someone did that. Like what? Oh, you're, no. you're going longer than that. a school day. Like why <laughs> would I go to that? Sorry, you're going. To... <laughs> Wait, first of all, no, you're not going to that because we somewhere else during this time period. But if you were, if you were <laughs> in that space, you, you'd be going to. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going. No. I have a structured settlement <laughs> and I need cash now. Sorry, it yes. was on my mind the whole time. I just had to get it out. I had yes. to. Thank you. That's 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 your uh, shout out. Shout out to opera, JG. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So um last week, this is an upon further review. So last week it was said to me and it came to pass that last <laughs> week <laughs> I love it it came to pass the Bible yeah. me roll. <laughs> and it came to pass so last week um, mm. it was said unto me that I don't let people ride or slide or rock when there's something I don't know when I don't know when they're saying that I don't let people rock and ride so I I I found a way or I think I found a way to remedy this situation so I think people just I, don't realize when I you feel let like you do but okay or how much okay. you let them slide <laughs> like, okay. my my two I think Jersey it really friends. takes knowing yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> Shout out to my friends. Shout out to my other friends who, um, so I thank you guys for helping me allude to this. So I, I think that I should insert, I spoke to Soundman and me and Soundman decided that we would, <laughs> <laughs> for Show this episode, for this episode and this episode only, because I know people are going to get upset and get mad and get tired of it really quickly. So for this episode only, when I'm let, when I'm letting someone rock, when I'm letting someone do their thing and I got something that I want to say, but I'm not going to say it, we'll just play this sound. Sound man, let's do it. So shout out to the whispers. So I, I will, I I will play... I will play a portion of that song during the time where I might disagree or someone says something that I think is crazy and I think is super funny if acknowledged, but I'll, I'll just leave it alone and I'll just play a small, a small little That's the perfect background. Part. I'll just play the little background That's the perfect part. and let it yeah. be what it is. Yep. <laughs> so let's get ready to play. Okay, so I'm rooting I'm rooting for everybody black. Now, with it being February, with it being um Black History Month, what is what are your guys' thoughts on that saying? Um 
and where yeah what are your thoughts on it and where do you stand with that saying i ask for this reason because personally i've always found that phrase to be problematic okay elaborate keith fine i i find it to be problematic because everybody black i don't need to be root for sometimes black people are doing some things there are certain black people that are doing some things that I don't need to be rooting for and or standing for. But that's just me and I'm letting people rock today. So what are you guys' thoughts? Should I raise my hand? No, we, we you never had to raise your hand on this podcast. I don't so, no, I'm playing. Um I don't I, I think I think when you like when you say it like that, that like it sounds problematic when you say it like that. I think it's it's necessarily like when we're up against the other race is when people are like, I'm rooting for mm. everyone. Yeah. Like, I don't oh. think it's necessarily like all around like, oh, he's a serial killer, but I'm still rooting for him. Like, nah. I think it's more so when we're up against them that we're basically saying, like, I'm, I'm going to be unified in this moment. And I'm looking for anybody that's black, which mm. is pretty dope. Because um, what what was that? The Emmys that year, where it was like a gang of black people nominated and winning. Like okay. I believe that was the year uh, Mahershala Ali. I think that was the year he won. Yeah, yeah. I remember what you're talking about. You talk. It was the same year that um for Green Book. Uh, um, are you talking about the one Halle Berry got? Uh, she got a uh, best actress that year also. Are you talking about that one? You talking about for Monsters Ball? I thought that was the year when there was a lot of black no, people. No, this was uh... this was more recent than that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is Issa Rae is the one who said I'm rooting for everybody black. Right. Yes. No, nah, not that one. I think this is the year um my girl that plays the voices on the boondocks. I can't think of her name. Uh Regina King. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the year she won and she was like sitting there like all like shocked because she didn't think she was gonna win and she actually had spilled something on her dress, which I thought was hilarious because that's really showing how she really didn't think she was going to win. <laughs> that's true. Right. Yeah, like okay, she was sitting what are you, there eating what are your like, thoughts I'm, just, on it, I'm though? just waiting to get to the food. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think the way you presented it, Keith, I mean, obviously that that's I think it, it seems to be common sense. I would hope it's common sense. Obviously, it is not saying I think um, in everything we are, regardless of what you're doing, rooting for you because you're black. I think it is more so what Sha said. It's like against whoever is our opposition, I'm rooting for you. That that makes sense. I think sense. that's more so the case. I'm with I'm with that. Um Amanda, Amanda Jean, shout out to you. I still need my interview. <laughs> Ma'am. Amanda, Amanda. Uh, yeah, so shout out to her. Shout out to Amanda. Uh, yes, Amanda, Amanda. Oh, <laughs> okay. You got business, uh, Amanda. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, she said only on Family Feud. Because uh, <laughs> there, was, there was a post there was a post that I reposted on Facebook um, where a man, I think he tweeted it, where he said, uh, um, black people, it is okay not to root for the other family just because they're black, or it's okay to not root for the black family. And I'm like, it's not. It, no, it, and he said it's a rule. He was like, it's not a rule to root for the black family. I'm like, 
yes, it is. For me, it, is. <laughs> it is though, because why wouldn't you? Especially with something so like for us, because we're not involved in it. It's so you know just not meaningful as Family Feud, and it's like so in this. If you have to pick a side, I just don't understand what other factors you're taking in other than <laughs> this family's not and this family is black. Okay, cool. Let's let's root for this black family getting five thousand more dollars. I'm for it. Let's do it. It's not even something to overthink about. You know what I mean? It's not like oppression. Like it's it's just family feud. So why wouldn't you? I always yes, do. It Tim, comes right. automatic. Yes, I, Tammy, I it, it's an unspoken rule. It is. Yeah. Yes, you do root for the hey, black family. Out. We don't even know y'all anyway. <laughs> I, uh, Amanda says I root for the Amy. black family and family feud until I hear some nonsensical answers. And then I just turn the channel and I give up. I'm sorry. As long as you don't stop, as long as you don't switch to root for the other ones. If you want to remove no, yourself, that switch. is the only other I option. Switch. I will just totally <laughs> there remove. you go. Yes. Remove yourself I from the show is the only other channel. option. Right. right. But you shan't <laughs> not. You shan't Name, not root shan't for the not. other. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Name a place in Texas Everybody you that can't. starts I'm with the letter H. San Jose. <laughs> Mm. No, no, it didn't happen. Mm. I believe well, I it. There's whole compilations of dumb answers on Family Feud, and oh my yeah. goodness, I got a YouTube that I, that's gonna send me down a YouTube rabbit hole. I can feel it in my spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. Dumb answers on Family, and some... I'm not on social oh, media this man. month. I'm gonna be on YouTube at oh, work. So dumb answers on Family Feud. It's Just let so it play. Amazing. Oh my goodness. Wow. Um. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just cut. <laughs> just go ahead. Uh, uh, remembering Cicely Tyson. Um, some bad news. Um, this past week. Um, and like we've kind of been in, in many respects, a kerfuffle, if you will, of, if you will, uh, of people passing and people fighting with passing and and things of that nature. You know, and COVID encompassed. Yeah, you know I mean, and, and, I mean, it's it's a a cluster. You know what? That's the word I'm looking for. Of you know, just people passing. And um, sadly, um, Cicely Tyson has been placed in that mix. Um, think about what two days ago now. I think she passed on a Monday, or um, on a, a Saturday. Um. And uh, so we just want to get condolences to number one, her family and her loved ones. Also to, ho also to Hollywood, Hollywood, right. and then black Hollywood. And then us as, as black people, um, we lost someone great. Um, we really appreciate her for the um, doors that she's opened for other black people. Cicely Tyson was the first black woman to get her natural hair on screen. Mm, absolutely. Um, wow. And um, so I just want to ask you guys, um, what stood out to you about her? What notable films has she been in that made you guys go like, oh, snap, that's Cicely Tyson. We should appreciate her while she's here, you know. Because for me, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when I knew who Cicely Tyson was. It, it kind of just right. was. Right. You know what I mean? It, it kind of just was. Like, this is who she is. And respect your elders and respect what she's done. And not even always having known what she's done, but just knowing, like, 
Yo, she's a vet in the game. She's moved mountains for other black actresses to come through and things of that nature. And um, a lot of people compare her to Betty White just off of the strength of her age. Right. But um, in many respects, um, I think she's, she's in a league of her own, mm-hmm. you know, and... Oh, yeah. You know, so so you for guys, sure. you know, you just speak to that for a little bit. I, I don't have a particular film um, for mm-hmm. Cicely Tyson, though I've seen many with her in it. I think that the, what stands out to me about her is that she always felt familiar. Like, I feel like no matter when it was that I was introduced to her, because I can't remember, like you said, she always just felt familiar. Like, um, I think that sometimes a lot of times when actors are acting, we're very aware that they're actors. And I think that she oftentimes on film just felt like an older figure in your life talking. And it's ironic that a lot of the roles I've seen her play in were never like satirical or like um, created characters. They were more like a, a, a beacon of wisdom. Consistently, those are roles I saw her play in. And maybe that's just because in her older years, that's what she resonated. But regardless, it felt genuine and it felt like it wasn't a script and it never felt like I'm watching an actress. It felt like I'm watching a pause moment in a movie so that Cicely can talk to us. And then when everybody else comes in, now we're watching a movie again. Like that's how it felt. Cicely always kind of like stole a moment and no matter what she was in. I saw her in a some like ro- romance TV show. Um, and that's probably the most lighthearted role I've ever seen her in. She was like this really charismatic grandmother figure to this girl in this show. And even then, it's just what she, she was, she was blind as well, I think. But she carried herself in a way that seemed like she was still the character from that Tyler Perry movie when she was talking on the porch. They were two totally different characters. It doesn't matter. So that's, that's what I think stood out to me most. Yeah, you, after a while, you just put Cicely Tyson in the film because first of all, it's Cicely Tyson and you need a person to be that person. Right, you know I mean? and that's that's not that's not shade. That's not a knock. That is like we need someone that old to be able to speak to us and let us know y'all are off the beaten path, and mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how you get back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Cicely Tyson always represented the um, like the strength of the backbone of our ancestors and Mm. where we came from in this country. And it's like, you know, you wasn't going to see Sicily in, in some coonery buffoonery role. You know what I'm saying? Like you just knew you were, she wasn't going to stand for that. And whenever, just like Lana said, every time she came on screen, it's like, you didn't look at her. I, I didn't look at her as an actress. I looked at her as like, she just spoke to me. It, it would just be like, oh, this is like somebody from my family. Like this is an mm-hmm. elder from my family that that's speaking some truth, that has some wisdom, somebody that somebody that demands respect. You know what I'm saying? And uh and she's always she's always had that air about her and has always, you know, held her head high and kept looking forward and through everything she's, you know, uh everything she's been through um blazing the trails that she blazed in that industry um she's just there's a there's almost i'm almost at a loss for words to uh mm-hmm. to find to properly you know appreciate her but um yeah just just irreplaceable irreplaceable for sure absolutely 
You know what's making me upset? What's that? The I remember thinking last year because I was trying to think. I'm like, what was the last movie that I saw Cicely Tyson in? And I said, I'm going to be, and I remember saying this. I said this out loud. And I said, remember that movie that Tyler Perry put out last year on Netflix? Oh, last year. No, what is it? I forget the name of the movie, but the but the girl, I don't even know the plot. I don't remember, but it was really bad, and we all were talking about it, and all of Black Twitter was mad at Tyler Perry for this film. And I and Cicely Tyson was in it, and I said to myself, I said, if this is her last film, I'm gonna be mad at this man. Mm. So Tyler Perry. I'm not even gonna. I'm not. Even can I? Can I? I want to say one more thing. About I ain't got enough time. I learned. I learned this post her death because all these celebrities were posting all these videos of her and stuff like that. Um, right. One thing that I learned about her post her post her death is how graceful she is. So like, yeah. I don't know her personally, obviously. Um, but I think one of the things that it, it really bothers me for real, for real, is that a lot of people who get to that age. Well, some people that get to that age, sometimes they carry this, um, I don't know, just this like- Ego? No, ego and this this irritation just with like anybody younger than them. And it's this mm-hmm. this, this this like close, Fel- close like Felicia this very Felicia. like cold shoulder to people. And so I, I don't know about Felicia, I don't know that for, for certain, but I'm you can say so. So, yeah. so yeah, I don't, I don't like that. And one thing that I can see in the videos that like, Kiki Palmer's posting um, and others that I've seen. Like there was a, and, and Tyler Perry, not only was she relatable as far as just like, she was personable. They were able to build real relationships with her. She made time for people. I don't know how many celebrities I've, I've read have said I've spent hours talking to her. She made mm-hmm. time for people like real relationships, but she was so graceful. Like she just, she didn't seem like I said, like she wasn't hard to approach. She wasn't hard to talk to regardless of the wisdom she had, regardless of, how much she had arrived she just seems as though she was always you know able to be talked to and and gleaned from and i really i really like that um piggy off of what alana said in regards to her like how graceful she was um i love watching um people's interviews when especially when they're great i always want to see how their mind works and um clearly she's a great now i'm, I'm gonna be honest i was young uh, my mom was a huge Oprah fan, huge. And Oprah did the Legends Ball. She had plenty of outstanding African American fem- females come together for like basically a weekend on her. I'm not even gonna sell it, say um, home, but her estate. And she said it originated because she felt bad about um, not inviting Cicely Tyson to her birthday. <clears throat> And that's where the idea grew from. She was like, oh, and I forgot to do uh, invite this person, that person, that person. Um, watching, like, I I want to say, uh, I, I, I don't know, but I want to say Cicely Tyson was probably the oldest person there. But judging by how she was hugging everyone, greeting everyone, and you got to understand, like, she, uh, she did it like, it, it was called the Legends Ball, but it was like Legends and then Newcoming Artists. They like she had them both in the room basically to pay homage to 
the ones that are, were being honored, which were called the legends and the younger uh, entertainers were called the youngins. And the way she was greeting the youngins and how she was talking to them and like just interacting with them. I said, you know, I, and I'm not knocking uh, people like, um, like Diana Ross and stuff like that, but it was just like her art and her energy, just watching her on, on, on the screen and stuff. She was so like in amazement that everything that was going on around her was bigger than her. While some mm -hmm. people bask in that moment, she was literally standing back and like watching, like, I can't believe I'm a part of this. And I, and I said, like, to be like the oldest person in the room, you have seen so much. Like, you, you, like, she's lived through a lot. Like, if you really sit here and think about all that she's seen, like, she's passed at 96. Like, mm -hmm. that is a very full life. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 and like, I was watching one interview and she, um, and it was with Gail King and Gail at the end basically said, um, Miss Tyson, when it's all said and done, uh, what would you like to be remembered by? And she said, I, I would just simply like to be remembered that I did my best. And I was just in awe when I heard that I, I was like, absolutely. Like you, you did your best. Like this, I gave you everything I had like and I, I have no regrets I like that's it I gave you my best and that's that's all I want you to remember like and I'm sure she's have she has memories for days with people and for her to just simply round up her outstanding and astonishing life with just simply saying I I, I gave my best I was just inspired in that moment mm -hmm. and um I live by the slogan don't be good be great only because so many, so many times, like you find yourself just because you know how to do something and like you may be really good at it. It doesn't mean that you can't like go even farther. And I feel like she's the epitome of that. Like she knew that she was different. She knew that she was very sure of herself in the sense that um, there was something out there for her to do and she was going to do it. And she went into that wholeheartedly. And I'm, and I'm just like, it's so many times people like, dismiss things because they know how to do it and they're good at it and they don't necessarily care to go deeper into it so I when I heard her say that I was just immediately inspired so um amazing and um, amazing individual and um I'm sure she's resting very very peacefully very um proud of all that she's accomplished and um she if you ask me she's gonna forever be one of those uh, people that you speak about, especially during Black History Month and when you, and you're talking African-American film, period, so. Awesome. Um, films that uh, Cicely Tyson was in, she was in uh, Care of Gold, Odds Against Tomorrow, The Last Angry Man, A Man Called Adam, The Comedians, um, the Heart is a Lonely Hunter, Sounder, The Bluebird, The River, The River Niger, A Hero Ain't Nothing But a Sandwich, uh, The Concord Airport, 79, Bustin' Loose, Fried Green Tomatoes, Hoodlum, The Double Dutch Divas, Because of Winn-Dixie, Diary of a Mad Black Woman, Medea's Family Reunion, Fat Rose and Squ Fat Rose and Squeaky, Idlewild, Rwanda Rising, Up from the Bottoms, The Research of the American Dream, Why Did I Get Married Too, 
the help alex cross the haunting in connecticut two ghosts of georgia showing roots last flag flying a fall from grace that was the movie <laughs> that <is> the <laughs> you know what because that's the one where she like scared everybody because she just busted out of nowhere walking around the corner yeah. i didn't even know she was in it yeah she was in it miss tyson we thank you we applaud you rest in peace um we'll see you we'll see you soon see you when we get to where you are glad that you are in a better place doing better things Absolutely. even now um so yeah with that said um so we got some starlets on the rise that's for sure um so chloe bailey of freeforms Gronish. um and one half of one half of what is this group Chloe. That's, that's the name of that group, Chloe and Bailey. Chloe, Chloe and Haley. Haley. Yes, Chloe, Chloe and Haley. Yeah. Is it Holly or Haley? I think it's Haley. Holly Bailey. It's I don't Haley. Know, it's Haley Bailey. Okay. Yes. It's Haley. I'm sorry. Um, Haley, Haley Bailey, Chloe Bailey. Excuse me. Response to mean tweet. Um, mm -hmm. and let's play a little snippet of this we're not gonna play the whole thing because it's like 20 minutes of her going in but oh man here's a yeah here's a little bit of what she was saying and i'm i i'm really grateful for you all support and love because it just wouldn't be right of me to show an image of me that i'm not like a made-up cut image of me that I'm just not I'm just inside I'm such a nerd and I like I'm not worldly at all like ask anyone who knows me to think I'm like 50 years old in the head but when I perform and when I make music and when I dance that's when I get to tap into the sexier side of myself and that's where I find my confidence I'm not gonna cry this time because y'all know I'd be crying so it really means a lot to me when I can finally get to a place where I share who I really am. And I've been like really insecure for a long time. And I'm finally like at that place where I have self-confidence. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> and I'm really happy that I get to share that with you all. And I think it's so important and so special when a black woman can be strong and stand in her power in every single way. You know, I do it musically with my songwriting, with my producing, I feel so badass. And I get the same feeling when I dance in my room, when I just own who I am and my body. And for so long, I used to think I was like fat and like I used to hate my stretch marks and my cellulite. I'm not gonna cry. But it's like now I really love who I am. And I don't post what I post for validation from anybody or even male attention. It's just me. And a lot of people who know like who's on my like private Instagram, they see like I'm just that's how I find my confidence. Because it has taken me a lot to appreciate myself and my body. There's been so many times where I felt I wasn't pretty enough, where 
I just, I have a lot of issues with my weight. So it's really, it's a time for me. I'm just now learning at like 22, almost 23, that it's okay to be all that you are and to stand in that power. And I, I think that's why I'm so appreciative of all of you who've been supporting me. And I'm not going to change who I am. If I did, I would be a catfish and you all wouldn't see the real me. Okay, so um, so she's responding to some comments that were made via Twitter, I believe, or Instagram. Am I correct? Because uh, she posted, she posted a video, and everyone's been doing the bus it challenge, and, and you know, um, and all of that. And so she decided to do one, and she was in a dress that was, I mean. She was re she was revealed in in certain places. I'm not gonna say she was showing her privacy because she wasn't, but it was more revealing. And you know, her, I think, grownish has been known for like maybe four years now. So people, and like she said, she's almost 22. But we met this girl maybe at 17 years old. And no, we met her way before. Younger then. than that. We met her well, way before. Music, you too, you yeah, you right. So. Right. So she's been she's been in the public eye for a long time and we in many respects have been able to see her grow up, people that have been following her. Um, so I guess some people felt like she shouldn't have been dressed the way that she was dressed or cause at one point she was burning sage with, you know, with just nothing but like her T-shirt on and some panties. And, she, you know, she was doing her thing in a room and she was she was insta live in that. And so. So she's in the comp. Well, she, you know, she did a live, you know, because I guess people were berating her about her recent behavior. Um, what do you, what do you guys feel about what she had to say about it? That is her. I feel like it just honesty. sucks growing up. Go ahead. Oh no, I, I just feel like she, that's her honesty. Like that's her truth. Yeah, it's layered. I, I don't feel like anything about it was disingenuous necessarily. Um, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people could look at what she's saying because of the way that she, people feel about her. People, A lot of people think she has an amazing body. A lot of people think she's beautiful. And I think sometimes when people who are seen in that light speak about insecurities, they are dismissed. I, mm -hmm. I really, really don't like that because it from any from any perspective, because it's saying your problems or your insecurities are not don't matter as much as mine. So, I mean, that's just on a foundational standpoint, but I think also, I feel like, you know, her finding her confidence in this probably was more emotional because she's just thinking about the struggle. The way that she's presenting it, I think is just more so she's learning what does and, and what will and what won't work for her and her particular morals in front of the world. And she's 22. So, you know, that is an age where there's a you're not always super clear on what is and isn't okay according to you um mm. and to have to do that and to do that in front of millions of people i mean there's a lot of decisions i made at 21 and 22 that people did not see that i'm like i would never do or say that now you know what i mean and so mm. it's a lot of pressure i have my opinions about what she's been doing but those aren't even really that harsh or that concrete because she's She's 22. So. It's a challenge. Like, what's the point in putting a challenge out there if I can't go and do it and um, 
do it well and be judged by that. Like she's an entertainer. Like I, I, I can't stand how we turn the switch on and off based off of for me what I what what I think is the time period, who it is, and like how y'all generally feel about her. Like I, I really I, I think we love to like put somebody down that has a clean image. Like we're looking for that fall like on social media. That's what I'm talking about when I say we. Um I didn't see nothing wrong with the uh, Busted Challenge, uh, what she had on. I didn't see anything wrong because I'm like, she's of age. Like, the, the, it's not like she's like 16 doing that. Um, I, 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 sh I struggle with that because I'm just like, I, I've seen them perform live. So I'm like, that wasn't nothing. Like, to me, mm. when I see her, she reminds me of a baby Beyonce on stage. Like her energy, how hard she's going. Like, like I guess you would look at her like how she's moving her body how she's dancing and think sexually but I'm just like hey to each his own but it's just like we ain't come at Destiny Child and they were literally like 16, 17 um, doing the same things maybe not as much body but Beyonce definitely had the same body type at that age but nobody was coming at them like that and that, and that's my point like we, we pick and choose who we want to put this on like the the Oh, you shouldn't be doing that. But it's just like they're both in the same industry. Like this is this is what they do in this industry. Like why are, why do we pick who's going to get judged for doing it? Like oh, we're going to come for you because you have this image of being good and all this other stuff. But I'm just like if you watch her character on Grownish, if you ever seen her perform live, if you ever seen her um, like in the process of making music and things like that you can see everything that she does is coming from a place of i'm really in this moment i'm grooving i'm feeling it and i i, I just that's just like me if i'm playing a basketball game and i block your shot and i go yeah uh, like get that shit out of here if i do that like you think i'm an evil person because i just did that no i'm in the moment i'm caught like I, i'm feeling it so that's why I, I struggle with people that that come at people that just like step outside of their day-to-day -day selves and do something that you don't expect them to do and now you're just going to judge me for the rest of my life for doing that that's crazy like absolutely not there's I think definitely people oh, i just think there's no, room to to develop an opinion about it and still not um persecute her with that opinion and i think that a lot of people struggle with that balance i think people think that their opinion and their personal values immediately have to reflect the thoughts of you know what someone else did because I, I don't I just think there's room to say yeah I wouldn't personally do that right but then there's also room to like not necessarily see her in a different light because you wouldn't do that and I think that the reason the fact that people don't necessarily have that balance that well is why it feels like such overwhelming critique for her because just as many people feel that it's inappropriate or it's too much or it's too risque there's literally that many people or more that are celebrating her body, celebrating her, presenting herself in this, what they call now grown woman fashion and being sexy. So, I mean, you can look at the critique or you yeah. can look at the praise. Both are opinions. Right. Both are not going to decide what you do or not. And, and again, she's 22 and she has probably yet to realize that um, to its fullest extent, but she's also doing in the public eye, which I did not have to do, so I cannot completely wrap my head around what that looks and feels like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like um, when you're a child star or a child celebrity and you're growing up in the public eye, 
it the the game has changed totally now because now everybody is sharing this same social media platform so like children celebrities from like the 70s 80s and 90s they didn't see everybody may have had opinions about them but nobody could get it to them because we didn't have social media we didn't have this same platform to where you know uh you know some some pissed off idiot in in their mom's basement can write his whole soliloquy on you know what he feels about what he or she feels about what this famous person did in their spare time and and now all of a sudden their opinion matters and i I hate that we're in this age now to where you know you know like a child celebrity like her just can't grow up without all this constant you know barraging of oh this is what i feel about what she did this is what i feel about what she did that and there's no way we, you know, we can tell these, we can try to tell these people like, you know, you got to ignore it. You got to, but it's, it's, impo- it's almost impossible to ignore it because just the way the industry is now, it's like, you got to be on social media. So then you, you have to see the feedback positive and negative. So there's no way around it. And I just, you know, if she ever comes across this podcast or something, I just, you know, want to tell her to keep her beautiful head up. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep doing your thing. These, you know, the these people, they're, they're not going to go anywhere. They're, there's going to be ridicule coming from everybody who doesn't matter to your life and to your progress. And um, she's just a young girl doing her thing growing up. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it comes with a lot of extra bull crap. And I, I hate it for her and anybody, you know, in a similar situation that has to go through stuff like that it really it really pisses me off but that's my two cents about it rapper um ti and uh tiny are back in the news rapper ti and his wife tiny have denied claims of sexual assault and facilitating sexual abuse after Atlanta resident Sabrina Peterson screenshots to her Instagram story of direct messages from over two dozen alleged victims. The accusers claim that T.I., born Clifford Harris and Tamika Tiny Harris, pres- pressured them to take drugs, to take off their clothes, and to have sex with them or others present. Some said they lost consciousness while T.I. and Tiny, or woke with T.I. or Tiny, or woke up without remembering the previous night. Peterson began posting the allegations to her Instagram story on January 28th, after she previously alleged that T.I. held her at gunpoint. So the story goes on to say that they denied it and all of that. They, you know, they vehemently, vehemently are against it. Da, 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 da. Peterson responded in the couple's denial on Instagram. Let's take a lie detector test, she wrote, posting a photo of a news story about their statement. And multiple exchanges posted to her Instagram story. Peterson also implies she has an attorney and will file a lawsuit against the Harrises. No charges have been filed yet by either side. She took a lie detector test as well. Oh, she already took one? Yeah, yeah, she, she said she took a lie detector test and posted um, mm-hmm. something about no lies were detected or something like that as the results for. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't know. I will say this. Um, okay. I, I think that because T.I. and Tiny are known to let other people into their bedroom, uh, they're for me, I, I don't know what those limits look like for them. Okay? I'll say that. And I am not a person, This my mind does not work in a way that says you do this thing and then you, I, I, I rarely think it stops there. Or even that you have not opened yourself up to the possibility or consideration of something more because I feel like certain, certain appetites always look to be fed. And this is me trying not to make it too spiritual. So... Um, I think that I don't know the limits in, that they have in their bedroom, but I do know that they do more than I think what the average mar married couple it does that we know. Um, and I also they themselves have admitted that. So you're not, you're not right? I, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 this is it. yeah. This is not this is not assumption. So that that part is what I know, and then my thoughts are that I don't know what limits come with that and. I think that if if it were what what was happening, I think the the point of my disappointment would more so less less come from their character, like being disappointed because I assume something of their character, but more so disappointed because of their children, um, especially the trafficking piece. And so that was those have really been the the extent of my thoughts. And I actually I actually would like for them to take a lot of sexual tests. T I did post something the other day where he said. Um, some girl purposely lied and went into the girl's DM who was accusing them and made up a story. And then the girl responded like, oh, you're so brave to do this, da 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 And the girl who lied was like, see, she's just taking anybody's story. She's believing anybody because she just wants more people to say, me too, me too. Um, so it really it really could go either way. I don't, I don't know who's being honest and who's not, but I don't know. I, I would hope not. I really would hope not. They have six children, um, and yeah. that that would be terrible. I mean, I I do like Ti, but I don't. I'm not. Con I'm not attached to my liking of him in a way that's like he can do no wrong. And so it, I just would hope not. That's that's my thought. What struck me about this whole situation, right, is like Ti's dominant character, and. Um, I used to watch um, his show on the um, on VH1, where I, th I forgot the name of it, but um, the Family Hustle. Mm -hmm. And what what like it was one season where um, they're they're I guess they're separated or divorced because Tiny is literally living in another house, like, and he's at the like the house where we know to be the family house by himself, and he's done changes in it and things mm -hmm. like that. And the whole nine, and what what bothered me was like his confidence. Whenever um, Tiny would come over, as if to say, like I do what I want when I want, because um, Tiny made a, a small little comeback to him, like, "Oh, you mean the room where you had other females or something like that?" And he was like, "Hey, now, like, like basically, like, like that, like it's not your room, so don't worry about it." Type type of thing. And I said, the fact that you are even able to do that, like, speaks volumes to me. Because it's just like, it's certain lines you don't cross, even if you're separated, divorced, and a whole nine. I'd much rather you 
I'm not saying like, but they got it like that. But I'm just like, I don't know. I'm different. I, I just, I can't like, I can't be in the same room and all that. If I, if I, if I go through a divorce or something like that, I don't care to be in that space with another individual. If, if like within like the household, because this is where my family once was. Like, I much rather get a whole new house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's just his whole demeanor with that whole situation. It was way too like. It is what it is, and I'm I'm ti for me, and I I was just like that's weird. So when I seen that this came about, I'm not saying like it's a hundred percent true because like you said, it was a girl that posted that like she's just taking any story like mm-hmm. you could literally just make up something and it'll take off. But I it, I think it's it is some truth to this, right? But what I need people to do is hold themselves accountable. Because you guys are literally saying, like, oh, they text me and I will show up. And now I'm not saying you deserved what happened to you. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is, like, I I don't I don't know. I, I, I really, I, I, I can't really. Everybody gets starstruck. Like, you want to be around. some Like, some people, like, when you see somebody, it's like, oh, my God, that's really them. And you're like, yeah, I want to go party, do all the whole nine. But the part that confuses me is when they influence you to the point that like their money and stuff like that, like can get you to do something that you normally wouldn't do. Like that, that's the stuff that I'm just like, nah. Like they're saying, oh, they immediately took my cell phone and made me do this. It's just like, I don't know. I'm I'm just one of those people. Like you, you, you just gonna have to beat me up or something. Cause it's just like, if I if I wholeheartedly don't want to do something, I'm not doing it. Like it, I don't care what you take. Like I'm out. Like where's the door type thing? And again, I'm not I'm not knocking these people, but like the part that that's killing me every time is like they were on demand. Like yeah, I've done this before with them, or they text me and I'll come. I'm just like wow. So so like y'all y'all do this. Like this this is crazy. And and this one particular time you don't recall because you did the drug and the whole not. I'm like. Hey, to each his own, but I, I struggle with that one, like really, really, really bad. And I'm tired of people trying to compare this to Bill Cosby's situation, too. Haven't um, heard that comparison it. yet. Yeah, I was, um, <laughs> I call it the dumpster dive where you start off here and then you end up like way down. Like, I don't even know whose page that was. I was just like reading, 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 following it on Facebook. That's why I don't like Facebook because I end up here and I'm, I'm like, where where did I start? Like it's really crazy, but basically they're they're basically saying like he should be under the same ridicule as Bill when he was going through what he was going through, and the fact because he's Ti he won't be because of the time and like Bill like they said had this happened to Bill in his prime he would have got the same treatment Ti is getting now the benefit of the doubt and um. They was like it was easy to, to dismiss Bill because he he's of the past and the whole nine. They was like because Ti is still relevant, he's still a rapper that we are gonna consider like one of the goats and all this other stuff. They're I think that like, sounds ridiculous because Bill was literally a treasured figure in the black community, and it didn't it, matter that he was old. Today. It's a lot of like it's a, it's a, it's a whole the generation that don't. Yeah, but the kids are not the ones who I think were looking to ridicule Ti. I think we're looking for people who are aware of who he is and who are closer in an age group who would actually respond to something like this. So those people do know who Bill Cosby were, who Bill Cosby was and is. And so 
Bill Cosby was held to a very high esteem. And so I think I think that thought, that comparison just doesn't make sense to me. And I think That's the way Bill Cosby it. presented himself publicly would contrast most of those claims more than the way T.I. has presented himself publicly. So. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was coming for like the past, like for the past yeah. minute. I was like, I know. I definitely know. I'm perplexed. I'm gonna be honest. I don't, I don't like. I don't. I don't know how to go about because it it's just like, like I said, like in so many ways, you guys are putting yourselves in these predicaments, and I'm just like. I read one of one of the stories, like the girl was like, she told them that she was like a nurse and like, I really can't cause I'm gonna do it. And she still ended up doing it. I'm just like, y'all different. Like, y'all, like I, I was just like, I guess like to each his own. I, I really don't know like how, how I think on this. I still don't quite understand. Yeah. I, I, I really don't like, cause I, I struggle with it. Cause I'm just like, why have this whole family image and do all that? And, and it's just like, but you know that you do this. Like, I, I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother life that we're not. A, <laughs> I mean, you, you get the, you get, when we're looking at these celebrities, we get the, uh, we get the side that they want to portray and the side that they want us to see. And then, we get tidbits leaked out here and there of like dirt like this. And it's like, um, it's hard to, uh, it's just, it's not black and white because one, you know, just like Shah said, you're, if you're willingly putting yourself in this situation when, where, you know, there's going to be drugs, you know, there's going to be, um, you know, some, partner sharing type situation stuff going on um it's like now in the same breath that doesn't mean that i heard the claim that supposedly you know uh ti put a gun in somebody's head or whatever so of course that doesn't make that okay um but you know putting yourself in that situation with nobody else to to um, confirm or deny everything that was going on, except for the people that were there, we're just all speculating, and they're so, pointing fingers at each other. And it's like, I mean, I don't know. I feel <laughs> I'm, like I'm I feel like this, I feel like this this rhetoric is just sl- slightly riding on the side of victim blaming, um, just because I think that. Um, let's say everything about it is true. If these women's stories are true as well, um, then I think they came for a specific thing that they agreed to and something completely different happened. So we have to consider the aspect that they are saying trafficking was happening. And that literally looks like I said, I would sleep with this person and you put me in a position where I didn't know I was sleeping with somebody else. And so right. that is rape. It's trafficking. And that that is not something you can be aware that you're signing up for, regardless of our personal moral thoughts or standings about should I have been there in the first place? That's our opinions. If I want to agree to have a threesome with T.I. and Tiny, but I get there and now I am having a whatever with whoever that I don't know and didn't say okay to, then that is of no fault of my own. 
Like, right. That's to, why I said that doesn't make things to like agree that. Somebody okay. didn't agree to it. Exactly. And I also didn't right. want to be drunk. But you're not agreeing when you take the drug? Being drugged, that they dr- don't do Listen, listen. They said that do. they drugged they said that they drugged them, not that they yeah, were given different. drugs. Yeah, stories where they're like they it was proposed to them and like tiny blew up because I said I didn't want to do it and all this other stuff. Like I'm like, but you still have that choice. Like I'm again, I'm not victim blame. I think all of this is sad. I think it's it's horrible. Like, like you said, if you agree, if I if, a lot of these females were on some stuff like I've done this before. Like I've shown up, I've had the threesome with them and I've gone home. But it was also a lot of girls that like, like you knew they knew the routine and the whole nine and, or they'll show up and be asked to to take the drug. And it's just like, they do it because they want to be in the environment and don't, and they're like, it's like, they're looking to be accepted. I, I couldn't understand that. Like, I was like, if you don't do something, you don't do something. And it, it, to me, it's just like you just miss out on that and you go get married. But I, think, I think the, I think, let me uh, say this real Alana, quickly. can I speak to this? Oh, go yeah, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I had to, I had to come to, and I don't, I don't want to cry. <laughs> I had to come to a realization about people in general a long time ago when it comes to things that people are pressured into. Not everybody has the same wherewithal or willpower to be able to say, I don't want to do this and I'm not going to do this. You know what I mean? As much as we want people to be like, yo, stand up for yourself. Not everyone has been taught that. Not everybody is able to do that. So when someone comes out from the woodworks and says, yo, this happened to me. And then like now you're like, yo, that happened to me too. And I didn't have the... I wasn't able to say it because I felt uncomfortable. I wasn't, I agreed to this, but then when I got here, this happened instead. Now, multiple times we did this and this and that happened, but on this occasion, this was different. And this isn't what I necessarily signed up for. So when a person says like, yo, I was pressured into this, we gotta like for all intents and purposes, we kind of do have to hear what they saying when they say I was pressured into this. You know what I mean? And they're like, yo, stand up for yourself. Keep that in mind. Yes, I agree with that. You got to speak up for yourself. But when a person like, yo, I was afraid. This is T.I. Excuse mm-hmm. me. This is a powerful man. And we also mm-hmm. don't know who else was in that room. Mm-hmm. We also don't know who they rode with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm, well, I was promised this. So maybe I got to do this in order to get to the thing that I was promised. Like we don't know all right. that. But the thing is that, yeah, it's just a gray area, gray area, because nobody knows except for the people that were in that room. Right. I'm not so being there's... dismissive. You know what I'm saying? I'm not being dismissive. I'm not saying that, you know, just because people are speaking out that we got to take everything in speculation and just assume that they just want fame or want clout or whatever for it. All right. I'm saying is until it gets figured out, it has to be lie detector tests have to be done. Okay. Whatever, whatever balls have to get rolling, they need to get rolling. It needs to stop being, oh, he said, she said, and it needs to be gotten to the bottom of. Because right now, all everybody's doing, and and, and, I'm, and when we're talking celebrities and sex parties, 
um, drugs are going to be there and they're going to be, and I'm not saying that somebody wasn't drugged. I'm not dismissing that either because that's very possible, very easy to do when you're in that situation. There's music, there's, you know, drinking and stuff like that going on. And, um, you know, there's definitely situations that are advertised in one way and it turns into something that nobody wanted to happen. And that happens a lot. But so, all I'm saying is all we're doing is looking on from the outside in. It needs to be getting gotten to the bottom of instead of people from the outside just automatically going with one side or the other. We need to all be after the truth. That's all. And I don't want to dismiss anybody because I know I know that it feels like you said, T.I. is a big person. They feel, you know, they could feel scared, scared to come forward. And maybe now that somebody spoke up, that gives somebody else strength and all that. But, um, yeah, take it seriously. Um, definitely. But all we're doing is speaking without knowing what's going on. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I, I just want to say this this piece. Um, I think with with victim blaming, it can get it can feel real great um at times because everybody feels like like and i'm saying everybody including myself where you have these thoughts where it's like i'm not victim blaming but did you could you have da, 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 da. those are very natural thoughts but i think sometimes with victim blaming because it is such a sensitive topic and it becomes great so easily you have to look at it sometimes very simplistic so that you can avoid it and i think the simplest way to think about how to not victim blame is literally not at all trying to figure out the victim like like not trying at all to um figure out the layers behind the thoughts of the victim before not even before maybe never but also especially before directly addressing just just that it's wrong and then like just like because i think when we add like the buts or the ands or the um, the 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 question marks in any regard toward the victim that then that's when it starts to kind of like skate right like next to victim blaming and that's hard to do and I'm not perfect at it either but I think that um, that's really the only way to avoid it it's like I don't want to question you as the victim this was a wrong thing done to you and then that is just an objective fact and the most important objective fact and whatever we can do in the future to help not create this again if that does at some point involve something changing in your decision making, we'll get to that. So that's 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 all I wanted to say. Yeah. yeah. Devin, I'm with you in regards to innocent until proven guilty. Everybody should be, you know, what I mean, everybody has the right to be believed. You know what I mean? Like we weren't there, none of us were there. But I don't but also that's not first of all, um, we not we not lawyers we not judges we not even the jury you know what i'm saying so and i don't think any of us are outright saying no they didn't do this you know what i mean or yes they did do this um but for but i think a lot of people i think we are speaking to the person that says no they absolutely didn't do this because they have a show no they absolutely didn't do this because ti made my favorite album he's one of the greatest rappers of all time that's really what oh yeah you know what i mean that's but a lot yeah, of nah, times that, that everybody, like yeah and everybody. so a lot of people are like nah don't believe them because because literally you know them more than you know those other people and we don't know tiny or or um 
or DI from from a can of paint, but we know them more right. than we know these accusers. And so right. we're inclined, naturally we're inclined to be like, I don't think that the guy who made um, I'm not like that made Wraith, which is my favorite one of my favorite TI songs, did this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not like that at all. A- anybody can be No, I don't think nobody it's a it's above nobody. Nobody is above, you know, accusation because we've all seen in our lifetime people that we had one high opinion about and then you see some stuff like some stuff comes to surface and you like, whoa, you know, like Ed Two Brute, you know what I'm saying? Like so nobody's above it. And I don't want anybody to think that like I'm trying to TI defend or anything, because I'm definitely not. Yeah, I like some of his music, but no, I'm not believing him more than the accusers or the accusers more than him. That's why I said, you know, you know, and and it's not an easy thing to do um, to step up and and claim and state that you were mistreated by this huge, huge celebrity. You know, that's you know, that that's a um, that's a hard thing to do. So I'm definitely not believing T.I. and Tiny over um, over them, you know what I'm saying, or them over them. I'm just I would like to, I would like the proper people and the justice system, or whatever, to see what's going on, and so it can be gotten to the bottom of. That's all. T.I. and Tiny, um, whether y'all did this or not, that's what that's what y'all get. That's what y'all get. The the bed of marriage is undefiled, and y'all hopping outside of that bed and going to do other extracurricular stuff. Y'all get yourselves in trouble that way. Y'all know when I started and I said I don't know where the limits are, and I'm trying to not make this too spiritual. I don't care. You no no no. I'm not correcting you. I'm saying you're you're doing you're doing the other side of it, right? Like I knew. I'm like if you ain't gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. When you okay. All right. So we here. So we here. When you open yourself up, huh? Mm -hmm. You give the devil an inch. He never keeps Mm -hmm. that inch. Okay. All right. He's not Mm -hmm. a disciplined being. Amen. Amen. All right. I hope. You know, if if these things aren't true. You know, I, I pray that you guys aren't convicted of anything that you didn't do. And I pray if these things are true, I pray that mercy is shown somehow. You know what I mean? And I pray that these victims get justice. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know and what all mean? in all, God's will is God's protection. Yeah? Keep mm-hmm. yourself. Just, according to Hallelujah. Just um, Also, I think their friends just stay out of it if we're going to keep it a buck, so... Yeah, I think they because their friends are like going gun ho, like they they they're going too oh, hard, yeah. like yeah. And I'm like, but would y'all know that side of them? Like that's the that's the only thing. Like they, they are good people, and I'm sitting here like, mm-hmm. but would you know that side of them though? Like mm-hmm. no, like th- this is a whole nother realm, like realm of things. Like y'all, I don't think they gonna come to y'all and talk to y'all about what's going on in a bedroom and then invite y'all I, I like so you don't know that side but um i i like that's why I, in the beginning i was like ignoring it because i was just seeing people defend 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 so i'm just like people. all right i feel like when people do that it got to be some truth to it and then when ti said um what he said in his little spill 
I was like, to me, you just omitted a lot of information. So you making this a real sticky situation. Like, this is weird. Leave my wife out of this. No, she was in this. She don't deserve it. She She don't deserve it. Listen, man. I think people... And sure, you got friends that can speak to your character and all of those things. But here's the thing, right? People like to put people like to put their own boundaries on wrong things that they do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, this I know this is wrong, but I'm not gonna be this wrong. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my own boundaries and my own rules based off of what I know ain't already right. And so then you can look at yourself as like, no, I, I, I'm a person with standards. I'm a person with character. But it's like, by your, you are a person with character and standards by your own standards. Mm. Whatever. Um, let's let's switch it up. Um, <laughs> let's switch it up real quick. Real um, quick. Who sampled it? Who sampled this 1979 song by Bobby Caldwell entitled My Flame? Before I play it, do y'all already know it? Mm-mm. No, I'm sorry. Right. Who sampled it by Bobby Caldwell? Now, Bobby Caldwell is a white man who has made some of the smoothest daggone um, R&B mm, music. The smoothest. In the, in the set. <laughs> And has been sampled many, 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 many times. Um, Yeah, so when you hear it, yeah, let me know. I think I got it. I shouldn't have played this part first. I should have let him rock a little bit. Come on, Bobby. Talk to him, Bobby. Bobby Caldwell, if you're still unfamiliar, he did um what you won't do for love. Um Bobby Caldwell. I, I, I think I got it. <laughs> what is I it? Wrong, that was really good. Is it Anne-Marie? It, I, I, really, I really enjoyed that song, too. I, I found it the other day, and I was like, yo, this is probably going to be one of my favorite songs going forward. Is it Anne-Marie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that every time I thought I heard No. <laughs> Devin gets a kick out of that sound. Devin gets a kick out of that sound every time. I do. Because <laughs> I remember, I just remember hearing that over my grandparents' house all the time. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> of the show. What show was that? Yeah. What show was that? The, what game show was that? 
Uh, oh, I don't know. You don't That's know. Crazy. Right? Like, like, who sampled it? Wasn't it Price is Right? I think it was Price is Right. I think it was Price is Right. Thank you, I'll be wrong. It's Price is Right. I think it's Grandma I think it's Price. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have many options over my grandparents' house. <laughs> I just knew not to ask to change the channel when she was watching certain shows. I just sit down right, and, right. and watch Twitter. <laughs> right. Um. Anybody else got a guess? No, I'm completely lost. I really, was, on really was just enjoying the song. I wasn't even thinking. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby Caldwell. Um, my friend. Mm. Um, Nick, you guessed a 112 Jay Z. Um, it might be. Um, I don't know. Um, but um, it is. Sky is the limit. By the mm, notorious B.I.G. I hear it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Really? Yeah. How's everybody doing tonight? I'd like to welcome All to the right. stage All the right. lyrically acclaimed. Ha. I like this young man. And I don't know why this song makes me try to cry to all the time. Right. I like that. Right. So everybody in the house, I give a yeah. round of applause for it might be the, the notorious but it might be the music and the lyrics too. It's everything. Talk to him, bitch. A nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had to pay a lead. Watch your profanity. The stripes in the gray. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt and alligators. You want to see the inside? I see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Here come my intuition. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch. That hoes clock. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man big man, they never try. So we roll with them, stole Sky is the limit by Biggie Smalls, nice. aka the notorious B.I.G. aka Christopher Wallace. Good guess, Nick. Um, Sky is the limit, featuring 112. <sighs> that make that joint make Nick, me you get a free big. T-shirt. It's in the mail. Don't lie. Don't lie. It's gonna to take me. a while to get there. It's hot weather, but you'll be you'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, COVID going on right now. We don't know how long it's gonna take to get there. Get COVID. It's, this is probably the safest it's been as far as COVID. Yeah. It's so much snow yeah. on the ground in Jersey. It's ridiculous. It's still snowing, and it's gonna be snowing till tomorrow. It's still snowing. I wish it was snow here. Why? I want to work from home so bad. Listen, man, <laughs> if it snows there, y'all are going to have another snow. You'd be again. happy to be up in that office. Not me, because I won't be on the road. <laughs> you gotta step up, you gotta step up in that office crowd now. We ain't all look, we ain't all got offices, okay? We ain't all got all you better, you better go into that office head held high. Oh, okay? no, you better you better head into that office on your sister Lee Tyson. That's what I'm talking about. No <laughs> anyway. Um Let's talk about honest. let's talk about some honorable mentions. Let's have some fun, or should or y'all want to do the Black History moment? Let's do a Black History moment. Let's do a Black cool. History moment. I'm feeling nostalgic. Let's talk about our man Bennett, Benjamin Banneker. Benjamin Banneker was born a free man in 1731. He lived in Maryland with his mother, a free African American woman, and his father, a former slave. 
While researchers believe young Benjamin spent most of the time attending a Quaker school, he had little opportunity for formal education. So the young man taught himself and soon revealed his brilliant mind. Flexing his ability to calculate the positions of celestial objects at regular intervals, Banneker began publishing almanacs from 1792 through 1797. Each issue included Banneker's astronomical calculations, weather predictions, and tide tables, as well as poetry and writing on literature, medicine, and politics. A digital scan of Banneker's act from 1793 can be found here um, on explorethearchive.com. Banneker's scholarly pursuits led to his correspondence with Thomas Jefferson. In a letter from 1791, Banneker respectfully challenged the then Secretary of State's view on slavery and the intellectual capacity of black people. Jefferson responded, and Banneker later published their correspondence. 1791 also saw Banneker join a survey team tasked with establishing the boundaries of the nation's capital. However, given the lack of historical documents, the exact nature of Banneker's participation is difficult to discern. With that said, he probably wrote the whole thing and did the whole daggone thing, which is why he can't find it. Right, right, right. Sounds about right. (laughs) Right. Sounds about white. So, Mm. um, (laughs) yeah. So, um, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. So, honorable mentions is a a segment that we used to do that we haven't done in a while. It's where some things could be a full topic but they might not be so we'll see and we'll just run through it if not so an airline pilot is making airline pilots are making in-flight errors right they're making in-flight errors and their their excuse is that they are rusty from the pandemic absolutely not so i need to know what these in-flight errors are like what what are we talking about like the, the are they leaving the plane by accident or like like what the planes weren't sitting there dormant though people were still flying like what was going on like about? i need to know a couple you know do we have any examples of the errors working? you know how long it takes something to sit and rust to the point of not functioning no 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 they're saying they're rusty. They're the pilot, they the pilot. Oh rusty. my God, that's worse. The pilot's are rusty. Yeah, the pilot. Yeah. That's worse. I ain't flown in a minute. All right, I'm flown. I think I remember this. Oh, it's like riding the bike. Look, I'm gonna take the same analogy. I'm gonna take the same analogy that Chris Rock used when he was talking about policemen abusing black people talking about there's some jobs you just you can't have bad apples and he used as a great example airplane pilots and said you can't have a pilot just nosedive i'm paraphrasing because i don't remember word for word and just be like ah, i just had a bad day like <laughs> you are a pilot bro like i mean i'm rusty man I, it's just it's, <laughs> Right. That a is what, that's like can be rusty. A football player can be rusty, but you, sir, no. You have lives in your hand. Like you can't like like a leader of a task force or or <laughs> a, you know somebody in the was... army can't 
What do you say? I was going to say that there should be like a virtual chamber or a simulation chamber. And Nick, Nicholas, he, you know, he, he's expressing my sentiments. There are virtual simulations. Why are there errors? LOL. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I guess one thing is a simulation. It's one thing to, to play an exhibition game, but it's a whole nother thing to play a playoff game. And I think every time you're in the air, you should be flying like you like you playing in a game seven i feel because you got hundreds of people's lives at at at, at the end yeah it, it's like it's like being on the battlefield or something and you have like you're leading a group of soldiers they all depending on you and you're like uh now y'all know i ain't been on the field in a minute so uh <laughs> i might be a little rusty i know i know y'all rookies and everything i know y'all ain't shot no guns before but uh Look, it's been a minute for me personally because all this COVID going on. So, anybody else? Um, anybody else know how to fly a plane? So essentially, somebody <laughs> might die. Today, Not uh, the pilot because of me. <laughs> anybody flown that. a plane in the past two <laughs> months? That can show me how to work this this thing up here. Really? All right, it's been a minute. Take your time. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> Hey, get the steward. Hey, get the stewardess in here. I gotta ask something real quick. I gotta ask. Which one of these is reversed? Then let me off. Let me off. Which one of these is reversed? Let me off. Then let me off. I'm not straight. Yo, and the plane has autopilot. I I don't know nothing about flying. He can't find it. He don't remember where it is. He in there googling. No, not cool. in there. Oh, no. How to fly a 747. <laughs> how to fly. How, how to fly. A commercial plane. <laughs> this is your captain not speaking. This flight will start as soon as I finish watching this YouTube video. <laughs> mm. All right, we good, we good, we good. I just finished the tutorial. <laughs> Yeah. All right, hey, somebody hold the phone for me so I can watch. See, you hit play when I need the next step. <laughs> mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. Next time I get on the plane, I'm having a full conversation with the pilot. They're going to be mad waiting behind me. Like. <laughs> now, go on, brother. I got something to say to the pilot real quick. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> right, 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 right. You'll be like, uh, uh, that. You've been flying, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when the last time you flew, dog? <laughs> oh, for a second, I thought you was playing some uh, uh, Jurassic Park. Why would I be playing Jurassic Park? I don't know. Who knows? There were nights when the wind was so cold. Just listen to it right outside. This is the pilot speaking. <laughs> there were days when the sun was so cool. All the tears turned to dust, and I just knew my eyes were drying up forever. I finished crying in the instant that you left, and I can't remember. And I banished every memory you and I had ever made. 
Brown is the greatest singer of all time, by the way. Just want to put that out there. When you touch me I was trying to get to the part where she goes, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> when I touch this kid like that, when I pull up like this, it's all coming back to me now. Mm. If, if I hear a pilot say, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm gonna need my refund coming back to me now. I'm gonna just pay the tax. Things you don't want to overhear from your pilot. Oh yeah, that's what that does. It's all coming back to me now. It's all coming back to me now. I cannot believe. I don't want to. I don't want my pilot getting any epiphanies or nothing. Like I don't. Like, <laughs> don't don't think about nothing but driving right. this plane. Don't, right, right, right. Don't even think about your life while you up here getting no epiphany on your life. Just fly this plane. Right, right. I don't even want you right. getting saved up here. Nope. Oh, I'll play. I'll play. I'll play. I don't even want you. You said Jesus. Jesus will be at the destination. You can find exactly. him there. Amen. Yes. If uh, Amen. His plane, if <laughs> <land> his plane. <laughs> I serve an omnipotent God. Amen. Okay. Amen. All right. As soon as we touch down, he is everywhere. Right. You see when Jesus you touch when we touch down. Amen. When we touch down, we will touch hands. Amen. Amen. Gina said, Gina says, friend of the show, Gina Patrice says, Dev, you slick look like a pilot. <laughs> Yo, I really do, though. I really do. You I do. really do. You really do. I really do. Bones and all. Wow. This is oh, would you say the shade? That is a pilot. Oh, snap. Outfit. They in the car. They so in the car. Me. Wow. Look at wow. me. Wow. I'm really the captain do. now. Listen, yeah. um. <laughs> So Plies gives his thoughts on taking the COVID vaccine. What do you think? Plies been giving his thoughts a lot. And all I keep saying is, oh my God, your teeth are so beautiful. That's it. <laughs> Sorry. He does have beautiful teeth. Beautiful teeth. I can't believe he was hiding them all those years. He wasn't hiding them. He got new teeth. He got surgery. These ain't old. These not his old teeth. Those not his teeth? No, those are veneers. Oh, he shout out to Plies new teeth. He made it seem like he just oh, took the gold caps off his actual teeth. No. Oh, wow. No. They look good on him. <laughs> basically, Plies was saying, basically, Plies was saying, y'all um, put all this stuff in y'all, in y'all, in y'all system. I've been putting Hennessy in my system. I've been, um, drinking this and eating that and doing drugs and smoking weed um i guess i could put something in my system that could help me so it don't really matter for me i figure if i'm doing all that i could do i could do the vaccine you i mean the same thing like could be said about crack huh how, how can the same <laughs> thing be said about crack I mean, yes, you I get it. He's could justifying just... it with everything else that he knows about that he's put into his body to say that I don't know Jack about this. I might as well try. Right. But you do know but, Jack. I mean, about, about what? All the, the vaccine? He listed. 
No. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's justifying it by saying he's justifying it by saying these substances that I do know about that I've done will justify me taking in this thing that I don't know nothing about. All I'm saying, can we just get a little more research on this vaccine? Um, it, it, it came around mighty quick. Like a lot, yeah. like it, it just it just came to be way too quick. And I understand that you guys put an expedite on it, have people really working day and night on this and that that's all good and great. Um, but I just think y'all trials wasn't long enough for me. That's just me personally. And um, all the things, I mean, Plasma is making a great point and it's solid and all that, but the things that you're naming has been around for a really, really, really long time. A really long time. And we all know how it goes. If you abuse any of those things, yes, you will die. But something like a vaccine like, that can possibly alter your life for the rest of your life. And possibly lead to you having complications that could lead to death. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, All the things no. that you named, it's been around for a minute, and it's like people consume these right. things, and they're not waking up like with something that that, that can't be undone. Like mm -hmm. that's crazy. Right. Like my whole office where I work, everybody has had a side effect. Everyone, everyone from headaches to store we we been like call out because they got the vaccine and they've done both parts and they're having side effects and i'm just it's like, like the general public is the human trials exactly i'm not here to be your test dummy but thanks though that was, right thanks i'll pass dustin diamond of um also known as Screech from uh, Save the Bell, passed away. Um, when you guys hear this, it'll be yesterday. Passed away yesterday at the age of 44. He had a stage four cancer. I don't want to say what kind of cancer it was because I don't know. But he um, had stage four cancer and he passed away today. Um, all I can say is... It was lung. Thank you. Thank you. It was lung cancer. Yeah, it started, they said the cancer started and then it grew into his lungs and yeah. became like lung cancer, pretty much. Well, I, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for um, those amazing Saturday mornings and early afternoons. Um, and thank you for, again, for your resurgence in the early 2000s on, on VH1 and things of that nature. Um <clears throat> yeah, and again, um, prayers out go out to his family and to his friends and to his loved ones and to his um castmates and uh, mm -hmm. and all of that for real. For sure, really sad. Yeah, thank, you. Really thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely, amazingly sad. I had yeah. to really think, like, what hold on, like, this is a thing, like, hold on, like, not only him, not only, not only. Like there's some people that some celebrities we really grew up on, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And although he might have been in the background a little bit, and even more so as we got older, he's mm -hmm. still in that class for us mm -hmm. for our age group. Yep. yep. Like Screech was kind of iconic. I would say there's Steve Urkel, and then. Mm -hmm. Somewhere mm -hmm. in the next room is Screech. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. You're right. 
Yep. I watched that show religiously ready for school. Religiously. He played his role like phenomenally. <laughs> like right. I couldn't imagine that show without him. Right. And he was so At young. All. 44 right. is so young. His mm-hmm. name. God. Like I'm almost 44. Mm-hmm. No, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes fast. And it's just like, and he just finished his first round of chemo. And that makes it, uh, to me, even more sad because there was like some glim- you know, glimmer of hope attached to that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's really disheartening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, again, rest in peace. Um, yes. On a lighter note, Game says he's the best rapper from Compton. Next. Wrong, Julio. Including Kendrick Lamar. Next. What? Okay. Is that even what we're talking about? So what's Game been smoking? I would say so. I think it's worth talking about. I think it is worth talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he has a case. He does. Because the only other person, I would say Julio, but I was kidding. Um, The only other person that I genuinely (laughs) think um, there's an argument for is, is Kendrick Lamar. I think everybody, most people are going to bring up NWA, whether as individuals or as a group. Um, I'm going to disagree, not taking away from who they've been to the culture, just speaking mm-hmm. strictly about lyricism and who I think is like a good rapper. So it's really just right now, Kendrick, and, and the game is a good rapper. We might have gotten like a little distracted with like the antics and all of the stuff surrounding mm-hmm. him for years. But I mean, if we, like, I'm, I'm just being for real, for real, the game is a solid rapper. So I think, I think that's, he's a, that's just what. He's, he's a little more than solid. And I think. He no, he's make, great. That's what I mean. Like, and I'm not, and I'm not a game fan. I'm not a game fan, but I've, I've told, I've told Sharice this on another podcast. Game is a chameleon. The game is a chameleon, and and I hate it because I I think it's whack that he does it. But whenever he has somebody else on the on a track featuring with him, he'll rap like the other person that's on the track with him. I'm like I hate that he does it, but he's also showing that he can do it. Um, the man has nine albums. Um, I hear that all of them are amazing. He's he literally has I think his first three albums are literally. Um, classics. I think his first three albums at least are classics. Shout out to Kevin Owens. He says the game will take someone's flow, but he excels at it. And I agree. I think I've I've heard him on a couple of times. I'm like, okay, you don't sound as good as this person, but in many respects, he's able to do it and do it very well <clears> over <throat> many different beats and talk about many different things. Although mm-hmm. he would be classified as a gangster rapper and all of that type and of is. stuff, and he is. Um, mm-hmm. he's able to go in many different directions and his last album metaphors all over the place. I mean, like the songs themselves were made and I was mad at him. I'm like, this is this dude's, this is this dude's latest project and he still can rap really well and mm-hmm. he still got a lot to talk about and I'm mad about it. Now, Kendrick Lamar, he does mm-hmm. a lot of, I'm not going to say, and when I say smoke and mirrors, I'm not being disrespectful. It's smoke and mirrors to the naked eye right I'm, well that's what smoke and mirrors is but he does he does this fast flow really well and he he has this very different voice he has this 
very different inflection. You never heard anyone like him before. So you automatically put him like, yo, he's a God MC. And he might be. But as far as rapping is concerned and being able to be in many different spaces in many different rooms, I think I honestly believe that game might have an argument. And I don't think he says that ignorant of who Kendrick Lamar is. Absolutely not. Um, and I also think that for me, it in just like simply speaking, I think without all the theatrics is what I is what I mm. tend to lean on when I'm talking about who to me are like great MCs. And so um, to me, the game never really came with a lot of theatrics. But the theatrics, including like him being a gangster rapper, like all that stuff that comes with it, I think that that's like just inclusive of being a gangster rapper. Um, but theatrics, like Kendrick comes with a lot. Sometimes listening to his music is like watching his music, like the, the sounds, the inflections, the, it, it's theatrical. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, you can see it. He really paints a picture. Um, and the game does too, in a sense that he can tell a story. It's just not as, you know, it, it's not theatrical. And so I think he can stand on his two feet, just like with singing. I say, if I think that your voice is incredible when you just flat with singing outside of the studio, you're a singer. And it's mm -hmm. the same to me as rapping, with rapping. And I it's, said solid because a lot of people don't even give him that much. No, he's game, and I, I'm not a fan. I'm not the either. Game is really, really good. So is it safe to say? Is it just between if we're gonna talk about the best? Is it safe to say that we're just talking about pretty much the game and Kendrick? Is there anybody else that we would put? That was up the there first person that came to my head when I when I saw that. Because so I ain't gonna lie, I don't be knowing a lot Stop of people's backstories and stuff like that. I don't, huh? I said, keep stop trying to shut me up. Go ahead. She bring oh, up no. Julio. Like, come on. Stop it. <laughs> we got like five minutes left in this podcast. <laughs> stop it. No, but I guess I guess it's just them two, right? Oh, Nick, 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 Nick. But no, I, 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 I pick Kendrick, but that's why I said yeah, next. I'm, but not to dismiss. Yeah, but not to dismiss game. But yeah, I. You know, definitely give him what what's due for sure. Uh, he's already like mad. Well, my nineties, baby. But, uh, but to call himself the best, um, right. nah, I'm I'm which I'm I'm Kendrick on that one. I'm Kendrick. But um, okay. yeah. I understand why. I get it. I really do. We get it. I really do. Yeah. We get it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you. This has been another episode of um, Thank God for the Group Chat. Um, definitely prayers up to Tobias, Xavier, Whitaker, and his family, another friend of the show. Keep them in your prayers. Um, also, we'll resume our reading on Mere Christianity on Thursday. Um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you choose to listen to it. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. Even though Devin and um, none of these other cast members actually listen to this podcast, they can search there also. Um, uh, yeah, I'm go I'm coming for you. He's Why? Like, Devin's like, Why? That's unnecessary. It, I'm no, on the podcast. Thing. What I got to listen to? That's all the more reason to listen. Let me stop this. That's yes. all the more like, reason what? to like, listen to. There. He's like, I was there for it. I heard everything. No, I was there. Bro, you, you go back listening to it and being on it. I do go back and listen to him sometimes. It's okay. But not, not, 
Yeah. All right, man. Like, let me just let me just come for you sometime. Come. So, it, pause. pause. And so anyway, what I was saying is, we thank y'all. We appreciate y'all for being here. Um. Yeah, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you like to listen to them. And um, Bailey, Daddy loves you. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? <laughs> of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. We did it. We time-traveled to yesterday. Wait, Progressive covers us 24-7, but we just created an eight-day week, and it's 24-7 coverage, not 24-8. We gotta go back. Are you joking right now? Shh, I'm calling them. Hi, I have a question about time travel. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.